Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the win. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios. Where every Thursday, Bubba's boneless wings are half price. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Keith Murphy. This is your time. And he fails. Hey, where's the bar? Let's have some drinks here. See what's going on with Brian Allen. <laughs> it's the Murphy and Andy Show. It's a three. Powered by AD. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. On 1460. KXNO. And now 106.3 FM. Hour two of the Murph and Andy Show, live from Fiscus Jewelers in Ankeny for the 20th anniversary celebration. Andy, do you think it's a good idea to eat that much food in a commercial break we live our lives on deadlines i feel like i'm always eating in between commercial breaks clean these crumbs working between uh, them off the board there yeah thank you that brownie kind of blew (laughs) apart that was after i had a pulled pork sandwich yeah macaroni and cheese yeah potato salad full helpings of each and the brownie had a little uh strawberry on top so it seems like it's a fruit kind of a fruit there you go. All right, alongside Andy Fails, I'm Keith Murphy. Andrew Downs is also with us here. Lucas is back in the studio. The live drawing uh, is coming up at around 2.30. Yeah, I think that's our plan. We what? have one one of the finalists here right now. So. Is the Todd father here? The Todd father is here. <laughs> or was that Kevin? No, this is Todd. No, that's Todd. Yeah, yeah, Todd. Todd Adamson. We called his name, and he showed up immediately. The Todd father. Yeah, good to see him. <laughs> All right, let's get to Trending Iowa on a Thursday. Time now for Trending Iowa, powered by Iowa One Call. Trending Iowa High School football kicks off tonight in Des Moines as Roosevelt hosts Waukee at the new Mediacom Stadium on the Drake campus. Gates open at 4.30. There's a ribbon-cutting ceremony at 5, and the game kicks off at 7.30. Not ideal weather for the stadium grand opening. The diehards will be there anyway. The parents We'll be there, Waukee and, and Roosevelt, and some Drake people, some DMPS people will all be there. Not going to, a lot of people, walk-up crowd might not be what you'd hope it would be for tonight with this weather. But the rain should be stopped by then. The winds start to calm down. It's, it's, not, it's not a terrible night. It's a mid-October. Yeah. You might get a night like this in Iowa. I, you know, look, if it's dry, I think it's going to be fine. Uh, the good news is, I mean, the... One of the many advantages to having a brand-new stadium like this is that the field drains. Um, they do have more, I think a number of the stands are covered here. I mean, they have plenty of facilities. It's, it, it's, uh, it'll be a good place to make the most of some weather that's not so great. I don't know if it's coincidence, but this Waukee-Roosevelt matchup, it represents the one time in the past... 17 years that a Des Moines public schools beat a suburban school. That We had that in uh, primetime on WHO 13 um, a couple of years ago. So that is the game. That's the matchup tonight. 
Uh, Trending Iowa, Iowa State women's basketball media day is this afternoon in Ames. Bill Fenley and crew will be meeting with the media here in the next half hour or so. The Cyclones are picked to finish sixth in the 14-team Big 12. Point guard Emily Ryan is preseason all Big 12. She stayed. She did. Uh, a bunch of players left. Yes, they did. And they got some, uh, gosh, they got some uh, good talent coming in. Including Audie Crooks out yes. of Bishop Garrigan, mm-hmm. so it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting season to see because so many new faces there. Yeah, at Iowa State. it's a changing of the guard year, and I mean, just losing Ashley Jones. Yeah, and they had her for so long. It was so fortunate that she was there for that long. All-time leading scorer, yeah. all-time leading rebounder. Yeah, I mean, losing a player of that magnitude in in, in any year is going to be tough. Finally, trending out with the Iowa women's wrestling team will host the Trailblazer Duels as its first ever home event at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. It's Sunday, November 12th. Teams involved are the first four to have Division I women's wrestling. So you've got Iowa, Presbyterian, Lindenwood, and Sacred Heart. Well, the name Iowa stands out yes, amongst does. those teams. So it's, it's Iowa... Presbyterian, Lindenwood, and Sacred Heart. Yeah, I was the first Power 5 team to sanction women's wrestling. There hasn't been another yet? Not that I know of. Because it just it makes sense because you can it helps men's wrestling too because you have you have scholarships going to uh, all those women free women's wrestling program and there may be some in process I mean Iowa announced this almost two full years ago I thought there would be more by now Andy we've seen how fast it spread across the state of Iowa this is a wrestling state but girls wrestling now in Iowa is a is a big deal and you know the way women's hockey took off when that became a sport. Yeah, I mean, I, I expect it to be a regional thing um, in states where high school wrestling participation is high. I, I, I think they'll all eventually have these teams because, yeah, it does do good for the university uh, athletic departments. But, you know, outside of states that don't wrestle a lot, I don't, you're, just, you're just not going to see it. But, I mean, around here it makes perfect sense. I mean, there are so many hockey. You know, in Minnesota it makes perfect sense that the women's hockey would – would take off immediately. There are just so many families that are wrestling families. They have daughters. Uh, they have, you know, mothers who are huge wrestling fans. Uh, absolutely, they participate in all that kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> how many wrestling stories have we been talking about, have we done in the past where the part of somebody's Funniest answer is talking about how they learned as much about wrestling from their mom as they did from their dad. You yeah. know, where they're just a, a little kid and everybody's wrestling around. And um, but it, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a it's a cool thing. It's great that Iowa went first. You know, just kind of blaze the trail here, and it makes sense that it uh, it's taken off at least here in the state. That's it for trending. That's it for trending Iowa, powered by Iowa One Call. Call eight one one or click iowaonecall dot com before you dig. Uh, Iowa has won two of three football games versus Wisconsin. You know, AD said yesterday it doesn't feel like that, I but it's true. Forgot they yep. they won the way they did last year. They they won last year and they won two of three, but before that, Wisconsin won. Seven of eight, which including that painful 2010 game with the fake punt. Here are some memorable plays both ways from this series over the past decade. James White slides through the hole. Touchdown. Melvin Gordon to the end zone. Touchdown. Fumble, loose ball, and it's still out. All sorts of problems with the exchange. Iowa says they have it. Houston throwing. Got a man. It's Fumagalli. Did he get there? Touchdown, he did. And now a fight for the ball, and 
Here's the end around. Ingold down the sideline. Touchdown, Badgers. 33 yards. Cephas again. Back shoulder. Touchdown. Lost the football. It was stripped away. And who's got it? It looks like the Badgers do. Merce picked off. And that's a pick six. Cooper DeGene. Nobody there to stop him. <laughs> now that's got to make you remember it. That does, yes. Yeah. I remember that a lot. Um, the The 2020 game, Iowa was, was pretty dominant. That was great. That 2015 game where Iowa kind of secured it with a, a goal line fumble by Wisconsin. Uh, late in yeah, that game to, right. to stay undefeated for Iowa. The Smith-Marset was that 2020. We, you remember he did the flip into the end zone and kind of hurt his leg as, yes. he, as yes. he landed? Yes, that was that game. Um, okay. That was fun. Uh, but, yeah, this has been a, a tough rivalry for Iowa in the last you know, 12, 13, 14 years. And Smith-Marset is that guy that does that, gets injured, yeah. but then does it again. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, Absolutely. He's, he's like, hey, <laughs> try it again. He's the baddest MFer in the league, according to him. Iowa State plays at Cincinnati Saturday. The Cyclones are 2-1 and one in the Big 12. Cincinnati is 0-2. Oh now here are some of the most memorable plays from this series. Oh. Yeah, it's the first meeting. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, first meeting. History of the programs. First meeting. Back in Ohio for the... Uh... For the Cyclones, <laughs> didn't end well last time. No, it, it didn't. And but that was a different team. I mean, it, it, was. it really feels like they've turned a corner. C- Cincinnati played Oklahoma much closer than than Iowa State did. But these that newcomers game was close for a half. Newcomers they, haven't done well in the Big Twelve yet. No, they don't. They don't. The only they win, had a win. Yeah, the only one they've had is when they played each yeah, other, right, and well, that was Cincinnati yeah, losing to BYU. Yeah. Yep. So that's interesting. Yeah, I, and it, it's a, kind of an interesting time for the Iowa State team. I think we want to believe that what we're going to see is more of what we saw in the second half of the TCU game. But taking things on the road in this situation, uh, I don't know that we truly know what to expect. Either one of these games, these are, these are hard games to pick. They are. I don't know. I, I know that we want to, like, snap judgment, say that, oh, the weather being sloppy in Madison would help Iowa. I don't, would it? I mean, maybe, I, I guess. Does Iowa run the ball really well? Not, no. Uh, not really. And, and Wisconsin typically does and has at times this year, right. but they've got a couple injuries in their backfield. Even Braylon they Allen is, is kind of hobbled right now. So They're transitioning uh, to a new system. Yeah, they're trying right. to go to, you know, Luke Fickle's kind of, hybrid air raid type offense and so maybe that slows them down a little bit although they haven't been super successful as of yet i mean the biggest question for iowa is just what does your offense give you can it give the defense some breathing time and then can your defense or special teams find a way to can, score can the offense score a touchdown right I mean, that's what i want to know yeah about this can game. caleb johnson break another one can they you know even get down into the 
Can the defense set him up with a short field? Can a Cooper DeGene punt return do that? You uh, lose this game, you're kind of out of the Big Ten West race. I mean, it's yeah, not. It certainly over. feels like it. You're not mathematically out, no. but you're, you're not just two games back. You're two games back, and you lose the tiebreaker. Yeah, and Wisconsin still has to go to Ohio State, so you assume they'll lose there. But then, the, much like Iowa, the rest of their schedule is Big Ten West teams who don't have a winning record, who aren't ranked, who aren't very good, who are having a rough season. And so you feel like either of these teams has a decent chance to run the table coming out of this game. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's a big opportunity. I think something that's uh, being overlooked a little bit here on this game is supposed to be windy in Madison. You mm-hmm. know, rain can cause problems and, of course, cold, but rain is worse than cold, and wind can be most difficult of all. But if you have a strong-armed quarterback in the wind, um, he's not as effective as much. And I think the thing that's being overlooked here is that some of Deacon Hill's passes could be blown complete. Like they take like a five-yard <laughs> turn. <laughs> And they actually end up with the receiver or like a, a, a pass that's 10 yards overthrown, gets knocked down by the wind, and is suddenly in stride. You know, honestly, there's a part of me that's like watching that game against Purdue. It's like the only way Deacon Hill gets intercepted is if it bounces off his receiver's hands because otherwise the defense isn't in, in position yeah. to catch the ball either. I mean, if you throw it 10 yards over everybody... At least you're not throwing a pick. Yeah, he threw that pass, and, it, and the wind caught it, and it just blew it way off course. Oh, so it was uh, uh, right. incomplete? No. No, uh, right to the wide open. No, it was complete. Yeah. The money. <laughs> All right, how about we wrap up this segment before the big drawing with a, a few more dad jokes? Let's do it. Andy? <laughs> yes. Well, we Keep sign- them coming. Good we Lord. We there has never co- been a longer list of dad jokes. We signed this where did you form. Where did you find this list? All right. My friend Jack says he can communicate with vegetables. That's right. Jack and the Beans talk. That actually, that's spelled out perfectly. I want to tell you. That's one of those that probably looks better on paper than. Yeah. AD, don't ever interrupt my dad joke again, okay? (laughs) I want to tell you about a girl who only eats plants. You probably have not heard of her before. All right. I was I was struggling to understand how lightning works, and then suddenly it struck me. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's a courtesy laugh for a dad joke, yeah. which is what you do most of the time. All right, hey, you, this one's for you. Okay. Six cows were smoking joints and playing poker. That's right. The stakes were pretty high. <laughs> that's pretty good. I right. like that one. Yeah. Why was that for him? Just no thought comment. he would enjoy it. He loves steak. <laughs> All right, here's the final one, Andy. All right. I went to the paint store to get thinner. Didn't work. Thank you. Yeah, did you and then, then the dad goes, wait, did, 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 did you, you hear that yeah, joke? Key, to somebody right? across the room that was did either trying it? to ignore him or didn't hear. Did, did you hear that? Well, I'll, I'll tell it again. Yeah, and then <laughs> you know, like overly then they tell it again. Yeah. You get it thinner because you, you want to get thinner, but you paint thinner. You get it? Yeah. yeah. yeah no yeah. one laughs yeah. harder at the dad joke than the dad. Yes. The purple... Boxes uh, that have been placed out here. Yes. That, what's up with those? These are uh, how we're going to do the, the giveaway. So we have five purple boxes, identical boxes. Uh, one of them has the emerald necklace in it. The other have $100 gift cards in them. Oh, nice. So, okay, so nobody loses. Nobody everybody loses. Everybody walks away Everybody a walks away a winner, uh, but one person walks away a much bigger winner. All right, the live drawing is coming up next. Plus, Andy has Kia Communities. If you really want All 
All right, let's get some more here. Wells Fargo Arena is getting a new floor for its high school events. Really? Yeah, Chris Connolly tells Axios the old one is uh, worn out. It's been there, I think, since it opened. Uh, Wells Fargo did. It's developing dead spots. We know how that goes. He played basketball on some crappy gym floors, right? With Mostly dead spots. Floors, yeah, right. Yeah. Had to dribble it just a little bit harder in some spots. The Boys Association and the Girls Union are splitting the cost of the new floor. New flooring will cost uh, the groups between two and $250,000, uh, Connolly estimates. It's anticipated to be in place by March. The old flooring will likely be sold or donated to another group. Uh, how how long has Wells Fargo Arena been open now? I'm sure it's longer than oh, I think. Five is that right? Oh, is five, that right? I think so. Isn't that, does that sound about right? Jeez, oh, that's maybe, eight, eighteen maybe, years already. Yeah, wow, I think so. Okay. Uh, looking ahead at the Christmas holiday season, back uh, in March, Adventureland leadership informed the Make a Wish Foundation, Make a Wish Iowa, the Jolly Holiday Lights needed to find a new home. Uh, Adventureland had uh, hosted the event since 2016. Make-A-Wish Iowa decided to move to the outlets of Des Moines, which offered to help with the transition. So, new setup there. Attendees will walk around the outlet mall to see the lights instead of drive through like they always have in the past. Uh, There's going to be lights uh, set to music, rooftop displays, all kind of stuff. Fundraising will come through selling a coupon book. Oh. (laughs) Plus events like a sip and shop night, train rides, and breakfast with Santa. It used to be a Waterworks Park. I, I loved it when it was at Waterworks Park. That yeah, was that really was my fun. era, too. But then we had that horrible flood, that weird December flood that ruined it all in 2015. It hasn't been there since. Uh, the Iowa native and CEO of Stein Seed Company, that's uh, Harry Stein, is uh, now worth $9.7 billion, according to Forbes. Jeez. Uh, that is $2 billion more than he was worth at this time last year. Wow. Jeez. Uh, he nearly $2 billion in a year? Yeah, nearly $4 billion more than he was worth five years ago. Jeez. That's good to Some be Some big-time money in big ag, no doubt about that. Uh, last week, Moore broke the story on the OnlyFans saga of Brianna Coppage. She's the Missouri teacher who was uh, put on leave after word got out that she was supplementing her income with an OnlyFans page. Coppage, uh, a.k.a. Brooklyn Love, Mm. on OnlyFans, has decided to voluntarily tender her resignation from the school and move forward in a different direction. I got an Uh, idea of the direction. Yeah, reportedly uh, she's going to focus on her art. Mm -hmm. The story was carried by news outlets around the world. Coppage taught English to freshmen and sophomores, made about forty-two grand last year, according to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch public pay database. She previously said she earned an additional eight to ten thousand a month performing on OnlyFans, but that was before word of her account circulated in Missouri, Iowa, and beyond. She's going to make a lot more money than that. She's going to do real well. She, she, uh, yeah, this is a lot of lot of attention. There are going to be people that try it one time just to just because it's hard, just to see things. if they can make. Yeah, yeah, right. Just to see what this is all about. In Florida, life is better when you have goals to aspire towards. Uh, for 52-year-old Wendell Doyle Goney of Ocala, Florida, that goal appears to be racking up felonies. 
most recently, Goni was arrested after he shot down a drone a sheriff's office was using at a crime scene. How Florida is that? That's Florida. After taking a plea deal on a charge of possession of a firearm as a convicted felon, Goni was able to break that magical 30 felony mark. Good for you. No word on any possible celebrations around Ocala to commemorate Goni's achievement. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's play a quick game of Who's the A-Hole? It's time now for Murph and Andy's Who's the A-Hole? Hey, A-Hole. Is that you? I love we're playing this at a jewelry store right now. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's being, the crowd has picked up. And they can hear the audio. Oh, good. All right. Yeah. This is and this is this is really uh, th- this is our demographic here. Andy also, uh, your, your wife Kahala just walked. in. Yeah, yeah. Saw Did my wife walked in. Yep, yep. She's here to pick up some jewelry. Oh, okay. I yeah, thought, I thought yeah. maybe she was. Uh, no, she's not going to hold it up. Answering the signal. No, 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 okay. no, no. All right. I think you're okay. Okay. Who's the a hole in Dallas? A man named Tron Von Hahn. No way. That's really his name. Tron Von Hahn. Tron Von Hahn. He's uh, taken to Twitter, Facebook, Yelp, Google, and TripAdvisor to complain about a restaurant. So he is really upset. God, restaurants hate it when you do that. Yes. They want to try to work the problem out at the table. The restaurant is defending itself, which, which they definitely do on those sites. So it's a long rant by Tron Von Hahn, Tron Von Hahn but apparently the man, he, was wearing Crocs. And they smelled so bad that the customers at all three adjacent tables asked to be moved. Jeez, this is off to a really interesting start. Restaurant filled up, and then there was no way to avoid seating more people at the empty tables around him. Now, one of, the, one of those tables soon complained about... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The restaurant manager finally confronted the man and asked him to move to an outside table. Mm. The man got furious and walked out on his bill. Apparently, he's uh, half Asian and is claiming this is all racially motivated, but the restaurant and at least one of the customers who was there that night is saying it was all about his smelly Crocs. And Crocs can and the wrong footbed smell awful. Terrible. Like trench foot. (laughs) He was wearing Crocs with no socks. That makes it worse. And he was sliding them on and off under the table while he was eating. That's gross. So we ask you, who's the a-hole? The smelly-footed man or the insensitive restaurant? I I think it's the smelly-footed man. I mean, you have to be aware that you are in a public place diminishing the experience of other people with your bad body odor, or in this case, foot odor. I mean, that's that's hygiene. That's gross. People shouldn't have to smell that while they're eating. Absolutely. Uh, And I think it's pretty clear that the restaurant tried to, they tried to do something else before they 
eventually just reached the point where they asked him to move to an outside table. Yeah, they, they moved Then they moved people. the other tables. I mean, they, pay, they got people up and moved them to other tables. And it wasn't just one table. And they were keeping the tables around him empty for as long as they could, but then they're filling up, and he's, he's hurting their business. I feel like this one is open and shut. We'll see, though. Yeah, you, uh, you start entering in some of those other arguments, though, and you know the whole thing gets uh, really messy. You know, uh, while ghosting is a popular method of ending a relationship with a potential suitor for humans, female frogs take that concept to the next level. They do? See if you like this. Yeah. It Sounds a fun- like a setup for a dad joke. <laughs> it almost does, yeah. In a, in a phenomenon dubbed tonic immobility. Tonic immobility. Okay. I've seen, I've seen people with gin and tonic immobility. In a, a recent study found that European female frogs will fake their own death to avoid mating with a male frog. I mean... I think everybody's used the, I'm on pre- the phone. pretend to fall asleep thing. No, I'm asleep. But faking your own death. Got a headache. Got a headache. Not, I'm dead. I'm not in the mood. I'm tired. You actually do just pretend to fall asleep, but I'm dead. That, that, is, that is next level. That's aggressive, a, and that's, that's probably effective, a, and, and a, it's instinct. Apparently, the... Male frogs are, are, are assertive, beyond assertive to the point of being aggressive, though, so maybe the female frogs feel like they're uh, left to... These male frogs deserve to be canceled, it sounds like. With, uh, yeah, left with no choice. Okay, uh, we are uh, getting very close to Halloween here. We're trying to keep tabs on the popular Halloween costumes of the year. Mm-hmm. Some of these are pretty easy to predict, I think. Well, yeah, it's these... going to start with Taylor Swift well, and Travis Kelsey. My list is going to start with Barbie. Oh, this year. So yeah, that makes sense. Uh, having a moment following the massive success of the movie. Going to see a lot of Barbie costumes out there, according to the uh, Halloween uh, costume websites for sure. Going to see a lot of Kens. This lends itself well to couples, uh, to, to uh, couples uh, parties, Barbie and Ken. A lot of people going as Barbie and Ken. Pop culture icons, uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. The Barbie and Ken makes makes a lot of sense to me because the Ken, especially if you've got a couple of people who are into fitness, these oh. outfits, they're going to be able to show off the bodies, oh. male and female. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That often goes with Halloween really, yeah, really well, too. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they've come back as well. Going to see a lot of those. some reason, skeleton costumes are selling better than usual. There's, there's not really a new... New spin on the skeleton costume, is there? I don't understand why this would be a new thing, but even well, it more does creepy. Make, it does make you look thin. Yeah, it, it, it does. You, you will not find a fat skeleton. Have you ever seen one? In Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, nostalgia, fantasy, and medieval costumes inspired by these themes can be anything from embodying legendary characters to transforming into mystical creatures. Those are also kind of easy ones. We, you, you, don't you have to kind of think, okay, which ones are the easiest to sex up? And then accessories galore predicted. The devil is in the details in 2023, including to the costume experts, accessories, especially wigs, are going to be a crucial part of Halloween looks this year. That's your more, everybody. Any update on uh, Cade's car? Heartland Tire and Auto had to call all over the Midwest to find a part because the parts were back-ordered, and they found one, had it shipped oh, in, and Cade's car is already fixed. That is 
That so thank is great. You, Harlan uh, Tire that, uh, that is the beauty of uh, doing business with locally owned spots like uh, Heartland Tire, like Fiscus, yep. Diamond Jewelers, who we're at today. Yeah, Travis. Uh, gosh, Travis. I see, my wife has picked up Patrick her uh, anniversary gift. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, so that's uh, not new? It is new. No, I mean, it's not new today. Like, you've already had picked it out. She had picked it out, but he, he just said it. He made a ring for it. Okay. She picked a stone. Okay, got he it. He made a ring and set it. And it looks like it worked, too, because uh, she went and had a glass of wine. <laughs> All right, well, she can always catch a ride with you. We'll get her car back safely. AD is about to do the drawing with our listeners here. Uh, Andrew, how do you want to handle this? Are you going to be on microphone? or we'll Take a break and come back. Okay, uh, take, a, take a break. We'll come back. We'll have the drawing for... Uh, $100 gift cards as well as the $800 pendant. Yeah, the Emerald Pendant, the 20th Emerald anniversary pendant. pendant. And the AD squared. So when you hit the gas, hit the gas, but not don't hit the gas too much. Ever sounded so good. We're back on the Murph and Andy show here on 106.3 KXNO. We are live at Fiscus Jewelers for the 20-year anniversary celebration. Longtime uh, friend and partner of the show. And we have our live drawing that's taking place now. $800 pendant to the winner. Yes. But there's no loser. The other finalist here will receive gift cards. Yeah, $100 gift card for each of them, and I'll just have them uh, come up and quickly introduce themselves. Yeah, let's meet these Yeah, let's folks. meet our contestants. Name and where you're from. Todd Adamson from Des Moines. That's the Todd, Todd Father. The Todd Father. That's the Todd Father right there. <laughs> Joel Sundgren from Ankeny. Joel, Joel right here in Ankeny. Yeah, there it My is. name is Janice Otterson, and I'm from Ankeny, Iowa. Fantastic. All right. the way from All right. Ankeny. <laughs> All the way from Ankeny. All right. Thank you for making the trip. All right. No All right. Fiscus is going to uh, hand out our three boxes, identical boxes, to our three contestants. All right. Purple uh, boxes. All right. Let me see. All right. Let's see. Let's uh, want to go one, two, three. Yeah. Let's go one, two, three. Open. Ready? One, two, three. Open. Everybody look. Hey, there's the winner. <laughs> Who won? The top father? The top father. The top father. The top father. Oh, that's great. fantastic. Yeah. Nobody no, goes home empty-handed. Nobody goes oh, home empty there's the prize. There look at that. Is. Fantastic. That's beautiful. beautiful. That's All nice. Right. Nice job. Yeah. You know, Todd was looking at some jewelry earlier, and now he's thinking, man, I'm glad I didn't pick something <laughs> out. This is way better. This is great. Oh, so that's, that's great. awesome. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations and thank you to all of you who came in here to uh, Fiscus Jewelers and entered our contest at KXNO. That was awesome. Now, it is time for the Andrew Downs audio drop of the day, the AD Square. It's powered by Fiscus Jewelers right here in Ankeny, celebrating 20 years. Come on out uh, the rest of the day. I think they're here till 6 with food and drinks and Great other giveaways, $500 gift card to Fiscus and uh, some other things to give away. So uh, so just because you missed out on, on this doesn't mean you've missed out. Come out here to Fiscus Jewelers. Uh, with Justin Jefferson out, the Vikings look to Jordan Addison to step up. And uh, you may remember Addison for being pulled over driving 140 in a 55-mile-an-hour yes. zone in Minneapolis. Well, his coach, Kevin O'Connell, had some jokes about that this week. It's been positive after positive, you know, outside of... Driving a little fast one time, so um, I think uh, you know my expectation is we hit the gas with Jordan this weekend. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> all that. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, we hit the gas. That was almost a dad right, joke. Right, right. Yeah. What's that mean? 
That wasn't anywhere near as funny as some of that A-plus material I brought to the show today. Thank you, A.D. <laughs> yes. Appreciate the, the rim shot there. Uh, quickie polls are presented by WCI Pools and Spas. Uh, of these things added to society since the Broncos last beat the Chiefs, which do you like most? It's such a mean question for Broncos fans. We've already heard from a couple of Broncos fans who do not appreciate uh, the very nature of the poll. Uh, 47% say Stranger Things. 20% say White Claw Women's Seltzer. What did you say? Women's Seltzer? Yeah. Isn't that what it is? No, it's not not gender specific. I think it is. No, it's not. Murph drinks the claw all the time. It is not white claw women's seltzer. Hey, there's no laws with the claw, Andy. Come on. No, no. You're you're getting that confused with Chick Ultra. What? what? (laughs) That's that's beer. Okay. Uh, uh, 17% say hello by uh, Adele. And uh, TikTok finishes in last 16% of the vote. Now, who's the a-hole? You remember yeah. the picture? Yeah. Let's hear about this. Smelly-footed man asked to move to another table at a restaurant. He got all angry, says it's racially motivated. He's half Asian. The restaurant says absolutely not. The guy's feet smelled so bad everybody was complaining. This has to be a, a lopsided poll. It is. Uh, 87% say it's the smelly-footed man. 13% though do say it's the insensitive restaurant. 13% wear Crocs at night to a restaurant with no socks. Oh, up to 15% now. Ooh, just got to vote. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's early in the voting, but man, that's the restaurant seems to me like in good faith they try to do everything to keep all the customers happy, but sometimes a customer forces you into a situation where not everybody can be happy, and somebody whose foot odor is so bad that three separate tables have asked to move, and he's taking the shoes on and off his bare feet in a restaurant for these people's night out. So, somebody said uh, that he's the a-hole simply for wearing Crocs to a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's kind of mean. They're really comfortable, I guess. Uh, Travis writes, I'd have more understanding for Smelly Foot Guy's case if it was a place he needed to be, like a yeah. doctor's office yeah, or, or a, a bus station or something. But a restaurant is allowed yeah. to refuse him service completely. He's, that's a good point. That that captures it all. Yeah. I mean, and they're not just, like, randomly picking him out. They think he's made a fashion faux pas. He's, he smells his feet, and he's, taking, he's, like, taking them off under the table and stuff and, like, airing his toes out. Other oh. tables had to move away. <laughs> See, if you, can, if you can smell someone else's feet... That's a pro. That that's a problem. That is a problem. Uh, Brad Bunting writes uh, on on X, formerly known as Twitter. I don't think <laughs> we have to say that much longer, but I, I still keep referring to it as Twitter. I feel like but they should X. go back. Uh, Grandview football plays at home tonight as well. Six p.m. kickoff for the undefeated Vikings. Joe Woodley has been there for years. Not not like one year, two years, many years. He's never lost a regular season game. Jeez, is that right? He, he That's does crazy. He, he he does have that down pat, doesn't he? Jeez, he's All got right. a he's got a good system too, where he's got I think he's got a nephew of his playing on that team. Those Woodleys, man, they could coach. Andy Chip writes, I got a dad joke for you. Why didn't Barbie and Ken have children? <laughs> Why? I don't think I should say. Oh come on! What? What do you think? 
I don't think you should say it either. Okay. I mean, you, you I can, think you you're can right. change you can change the wording, but then you lose the, yeah, the joke. Yeah. Okay. We're Just gonna, look look at our replies on Twitter. We're going to set that one out. Thank you for sending the suggestion. It was a very clean, G-rated, well, PG-rated dad jokes today. Matt writes, as a diehard Broncos fan, I hate quickie pole. Yeah, I get that. That makes sense. Sometimes we have uh, polls where people are convinced that we've, like, written them just to get under their skin. Like that one person. Yeah, yeah. Or just like a few people. Yeah. And we only do that every once in a while. We get that from time to time where it's, you know, a group of fans or whatever, and they think it's, oh, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, okay, I see what you guys are doing with this poll. And there's just, there's no way around it. It's just, it's fandom. Like, I have a, a close friend we've had on the show. His name is Jeff Ealing. And Jeff is an Astros fan. He lives in Houston, has for a long time with his whole family. And Jeff is usually, like, as objective about something as any guy I know but when it comes to that, he starts explaining to me why people yeah. are being too hard on the Astros. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a friend like that, too. They just got yeah. caught doing what everybody else did. Um, they paid it, enough of a price. They Look how much they've won anyway. Yeah, that's the, the cheating stop. They, they, they are right about that. I mean, they have that, that point to argue. I mean, they, this was not a one-year thing. Uh, they, they rebuilt that whole franchise by losing on purpose. Yeah, to Jeff Luno. I mean, they, yep. they 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 lost on purpose. Luno and a bunch of nerds. They weren't they weren't but baseball guys. It it worked well. I mean, Jeff Luno yeah. worked with the Cardinals beforehand, yeah. so he yeah. had a lot of experience, and he was he was really good with the Cardinals. There are a lot of Cardinal fans who feel like the the franchise in St. Louis lost its direction not long after he left. But I mean, the problem is that worked. So other teams like the Cubs did the same thing. And they'll keep doing the same thing because that that method worked. Now, I mean, he did take a friend. I mean, the Astros were 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 bad for a long time, and he put them on the right track. That stadium is way more full than it ever was. I don't know if it sold out, but you know, and, and to a certain extent, you can't argue with the results. Yeah, they're, they're, those fans there are probably willing to take ribbing from people outside, but. That's just something that will never go away, and they can never say, hey, Major League Baseball threw the book at us. They took that championship away. They did all they could, but what we did was we moved on. We won a bunch of championships. And so, like, really from that perspective, they, they would have been better off if, if Major League Baseball had done that too. Mm-hmm. They, they're the team of this decade. I mean, they're the team of – of baseball right now, they're back at it again. What is it? Seven straight? Yeah, uh, seven straight. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So the, the success is there is no doubt about it. One thing the Frontline documentary on PBS it makes the point that the person it, it suggests strongly that the person who came up with the idea for the trash can banging system that worked. Uh, was Carlos Beltran, who was 40 years old, and they had brought him in because they had all this young talent, but they didn't really have a leader, yeah. a veteran that could show them how to do things the right way. So they bring him in, but he's he's in the twilight of his career, and he yeah. just doesn't have the skills anymore. So he's the one who suggests this system, according to the video, um, the uh, the guy who's the head of the video department. And one of the things they asked the video department, the video manager, they say, like, well, how much pressure was there on you? Like, you said you felt bad about this. You didn't feel like it was the right thing to do, that it was cheating. 
And he's like, look, I was making as the director of video $45,000 a year. And then Ben Wright of the reporter says, and what was your playoff share? And he goes, well, when we won the World Series, they voted me a full share. So my, uh, my World Series share was $450,000. So on a $45,000 salary, he got a $450,000 bonus. He used it to pay off all his car loans, his parents' mortgage. And he's like, that, that's why you keep quiet. Because not only would the players be furious and tried to say something to somebody, he goes, and I, I don't even know who I'd say anything to because the manager knew, the bench coach knew, all the players knew. The so, age-old motivation to cheat, money. That's it, money. All your answers, money. Uh, that's going to do it for the Murph and Andy Show. Big thanks and congratulations to Fiscus Jeweler on uh, 20 years. 20-year celebration continues here this afternoon in Ankeny. And The Drive with Heather and Sean is coming up next. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.